Cause this mic works. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Still to be happy about. You're up too old. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. You're now listening to Quick Sports News. There it goes! Number 60! Slide over, babe! You've got some company! We're game seven, man. That's it. It's all them all sitting in the house. I'm loading up the pump. I'm loading up the Uzi. I got a couple of M16s. A couple nines. I got a couple of joints with some silencers on. I'm just loading. That's the Dallas Fort season game right there. The Thanksgiving night game. <laughs> missile launcher with a couple, you know, missiles. I'm ready for war. How's it going, everybody? I don't want to promise anything. I did that a lot before, and I made a lot of We're Back podcasts. So... I'm not going to promise anything, but I want to start fresh and start new, and it starts today. I'm excited. It's a brand new, beautiful day. It's basically the weekend, folks. It's Friday, September 23rd. How are you guys doing? I'm excited because we'll be talking or recapping Thursday Night Football and also getting into an interesting conversation J.J. Redick had on his podcast with Ben Simmons. And if you're new here, hello, my name's Carter Bertit. I truly appreciate you tuning in for the first time. And if you have family or friends that like podcasts, but most importantly, love sports, to please share this with them. And also, if you want to uh, go follow both my Instagram and Facebook account, and also, of course, follow Quick Sports News and leave me comments and tell me things that I can do differently. And our sponsor for today is Anchor. As Anchor is a free iOS slash Google Play app that only takes your phone to record. You do not need an expensive computer nor other device. It's super simple. Anchor gives you the ideas of how to start your podcast and plus they throw you some bread with sponsors that they give you. Getting into it, I'm under the weather, so give me a little bit of a break here. But if you're into baseball, you understand the spectacle that we're in right now and realize that sports are just so amazing. You have two players, Albert Pujols, a home run away from 700. And you have Aaron Judge, who tied Babe Ruth with 660, looking to tie Robert Maris with 61, and hopes he rises to the occasion to break the Yankees' all-time home run hitting record, which is 62. The Yankees, or Aaron Judge didn't do that, but the Yankees did something special last night. And here's a little bit of that for you. It'll be Josh Donaldson to step up with a game-winning run at second base for the Yankees. Pitch is grounded. In the shortstop hole, base hit. Here comes Gonzalez. Here comes the throw. It is not in time. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. For the 24th time in the last 28 years, the Yankees have clinched a spot in the postseason. Cool moment there for Mr. Josh Donaldson. He he didn't make it rain, but still a cool little walk-off there. I would have never known this. Aaron Judge is hitless in 14 career at-bats versus Waka. I stole Waka's circle change. It's devastating. I, By the way, I used to play baseball a lot. He used to be my guy. It was him and King Felix. It was so cool to watch him, and he looked like vintage Waka last night. Again, he doesn't have that lively fastball, and his off-speed pitches aren't crazy good as they used to be. But again, he looked really good last night, painting the corners. Again, off-speed pitches looked great. He didn't get the win, but it doesn't matter. The Red Sox are garbage anyway, so... You know, at least you looked good last night, Waka. So the Yankees, if you're looking to watch both Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge break some records, hopefully break some records, you have the Yankees playing again at 7.05 and the Cardinals starting a new series against the Dodgers at 10.10 as the Yankees and Aaron Judge are facing Rich Hill, who's 3-2 and in his, in his last seven games, by the way, and has, five, has a 5.8 ERA. 
And then the Cardinals and Albert Pujols are facing Kershaw. As Kershaw's stats versus Albert are pretty good. As he's only allowed 13 hits. He's walked him six times. And he struck him out seven times. And by the way, has not allowed a home run. So if you're a betting man, I'm not. But if you are out there, the listener... I would seriously bet on Aaron Judge hitting his home run tonight. I think he'll do it against, a, no offense to Rich Hill, but not crappy. I think he's pretty bad pitcher of Rich Hill. I don't think Albert Pujols will do it tonight, but I think it'd be super cool just because of two organizations' histories, just how old they are, and just the stadium, you know, being Chavez Ravine. I think that'd be so dope if he did it there, but I don't think Albert will do it there. In other news, the President's Cup U.S. team is up currently 4-1. to one. They are actually starting to tee off here soon. The only team that surprisingly lost was Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns, who, you know, being Scotty Scheffler winning player of the year, and Sam Burns was probably top three in player of the year, lost to Cam Smith and Siwoo Kim. So a nice win there from the international team. But truly, jumping into the podcast, we had Thursday night football last night, and I got to start with this. The Steelers keep getting catch of the year nominations. It started out with Deontay Johnson, and now George Pickens, Mr. NFL Youngboy, did it last night. Here's that for you. On the move, down the sideline, and reaching up for it is George Pickens, and he hauls it in. George Pickens, this is a guy that's known when he was in college at Georgia. Vertical, stretch the defense, make plays. They're comparing this to Odell Beckham. Think about that. George Pickens, man, if you're getting compared to Odell Beckham Jr., that's legit. I love Odell. Most, probably top five most athletic wide receivers, most gifted wide receivers we've ever seen in the NFL, the ability, the things that he can physically do. I'm telling you, George, I don't think, I, I said Garrett Wilson's my favorite from that draft class, but George is truly up there. And I saw all the memes of him like standing in front of his TV watching that catch. I thought that was so funny. Of course, he had the offside call when they did the onside kick when they almost recovered. It is what it is. George, you're still new to the NFL. Great catch. What a play. Some guy said it was double coverage. It wasn't. I don't know what you're talking about, but what a play. Later, in or middle of the second quarter, David Njoku, the guy they paid plenty of money to, made, he had a really good game last night. And, you know, here's one of his big plays for the night. Brissett in the pocket. Fires. Caught. Touchdown. David Njoku. Mr. Njoku. And Brissett were kind of, they were, they were intertwined. They were looking good last night. I've never seen David Njoku look that good. By the way, I think he had his most receptions he's ever had in a game. I'm pretty sure Mr. What? I, that's, that's so bad. It's Tony Gonzalez, right? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm a horrible NFL fan. That's terrible. I can't remember that. But nevertheless, someone said it on Thursday Night Football last night. I'm pretty sure David Njoku had his career high in receptions. So kudos out to him. As the game was kind of back and forth for a little bit, York would have a field goal made at 16 to 14. That was in the third quarter. And this Nick Chubb touchdown, you'll hear it here in a second, was, in my opinion, the, it was the, I don't know, it sealed the game. It sealed the game for the Browns and really sealed or captivated Chubb's career. Oh my gosh, Chubb's game from this week three performance against the Steelers. Here's that for you. At fullback and give the ball to Chubb. Makes it look easy. Touchdown. And then finally, the final play. Uh, I thought it could have been a lot better. I was very confused what was going on. Um, but here's the 
final rugby play? I don't, I don't even... Final back... I don't know, man. This is what I would do if I'm playing with friends in, like, my backyard type play. So here's that for you. It's the old Stanford band play. Back at the four-yard line. Into the end zone it goes, and the Browns are going to recover there. Denzel Ward. That's going to be a touchdown. There's no extra point, but that may be meaningful to some of you. And you know who I mean. 29 to 17. The Browns win it. So as the Browns go on to win 29 to 17, here are some of the stats for you. Mitch Trubisky struggled. <laughs> he struggled. 270 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Najee Harris, again, a little banged up. We, yeah. So hopefully he gets a little better. I have, I have him on my fantasy, so and I like the guy. I have a jersey of his, so hopefully he gets better. He had 15 carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown. You can tell he's a little slow right now. Uh, but he did block. I saw his one block. Crazy block, by the way, from Najee Harris. Deontay Johnson, eight receptions for 84 yards, no touchdowns. And I did talk, I, I did talk about it a little bit with my friends and all and just thinking about it to myself. Highsmith, and they needed guys defensively, especially since TJ Watt is out. I was thinking, like, who's going to step up? I said Devin Bush Jr. would be that guy. Highsmith Jr. played great last night. One and a half sacks last night. The defense, especially especially Weatherspoon, struggled. Um, but Highsmith, kudos to you. You you stepped up when you needed to. And looking at the Brown side, the offensive side, 220 yards, two touchdowns for Brissett. 23 carries, 113 yards, one touchdown for Chubb. Cooper, seven receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. And then David Njoku, nine receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. And here's jo Jacoby Brissett talking about the game and what it meant for them to win this game. Yeah, uh, I think I think we came off a, uh, a really tough one last week, and, and we understood how, how short of a week we had. Uh, and uh, I think the guys in that room uh, answered the call. You know, I feel like I sometimes dog on Jacoby a lot, but a lot of the questions are kind of getting to hear from him. He's, he seems like a really cool guy. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, woo, yo, I love that guy. Um, he's asked a question about Cooper, saying like what it's like playing with Cooper. And first words that Jacoby said, everything that's advertised. I think that's so cool. Um, he just talked about his route running and just having to get used to it, you know, and because he said like it felt weird because it seemed like Cooper was late, but it's just how Cooper runs his routes. So just seeing their connection and I had missing poster signs for Amari Cooper week one, but week two, week three, he has totally changed my mind. I wish I drafted him in fantasy. I see all the fantasy stuff out there now. This dude is, he looks good early on and these two have a serious connection which is pretty dope to see and then richard sherman asked him a question about preparing for these moments of course playing for the patriots in the past his backup opportunities that he had but how he's prepared for this moment and really you know his teammates we all know that his teammates love him uh, i guess the culture that percent has brought to this team so here's a little bit of that for you um, I mean, it's an honor, uh, but I, I think the thing that prepared me is just my journey in itself uh, and, and, and understanding like you can't really take these things for granted. Um, each day is a, is a privilege to be around these guys and, and I don't take those, take those lightly. And I tell them every day we get in practice in the huddle and before we start every practice, like, listen, man, let's just be here. Uh, Cause I understand how, how, 
how fast this thing can be taken away from you. And um, I'm just extremely appreciative of this opportunity, uh, the guys in that locker room, and, and and I just look forward to to building more. There's such cool words just to hear Brissett. He's a really cool guy. I feel like truly not thinking about, I guess, sports. Um, he seems like a really cool guy, and I feel like I'd actually genuinely get along with him. So the Browns next week, they'll be flying out to Atlanta to face the Falcons. And then the Steelers will be on the road as well as they'll be playing the New York Jets. Lastly, Mike Tomlin was asked about the quarterback situation and if Kenny's going to get an opportunity because Mitch struggling. Of course, now the Steelers are one and two. I know it's early, uh, but reporters were asking. And here's a little bit. Uh, here's a little bit of that for you. Jeez Louise. I'm, I'm not I'm not in that mindset. Um, I'm interested in reviewing this tape and looking at the totality of it and figuring out how we collectively get better. So the answer to that question is definitively no. Steelers have some tough questions really to ask, you know, from this team. Their team meeting is needed. The offense is just has looked bad. I like that. Again, I love the defense. It's looked good. Um, but offense, it has a lot of questions. And when is it time for Kenny? I have no idea, but I think it's uh, it's coming it's coming soon because right now I don't think Mitch has really looked good and he's not going to bring them anywhere. And if the Steelers are hoping for a playoff run, I don't I don't see it with Mitch right now. Uh, he it's so weird. Like I just remember the guy that we saw with the Bears and how good he looked when you know the double doink season and just like how his career has really turned around. He's just not been the same since. So it's, it, it's throwing me off a little bit. But when we come back, we'll be talking about J.J. Reddick's podcast and his interview that he had with Ben Simmons. It feels like one of the first times I've ever heard Ben Simmons talk before. He talks a lot about his final, really, games, but his final season with the Philadelphia Sixers and how everything went down. It was, it was pretty cool to hear. So when we come back, we'll be breaking that down. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A good video starts with a good song. Go to Artlist and get the best music for your video. That's the song. Get your creativity flowing with amazing new music every day. Browse the best music catalog in the world. Find the music you need fast and focus on your creation. You know, we got to pay those bills, but I truly appreciate Artlist. It's, it's definitely helped me a lot finding music, and I've used it plenty of times during projects. And... To me, it's not that expensive for a really good music, and it has a lot of music there. I think the royalty-free music is just a little iffy for me. So truly, if you want, and if you want, first of all, if you want to go out and spend money on it, but if you want music that sounds good and will make your projects just sound so much better, go give Artlist a try. Plus, they have sound effects too. I didn't pay for that, but if you also want to look into sound effects, they have that too, and they have plenty of those. So yeah. Artless is super dope. Go give it a try. But Ben Simmons is on JJ Reddick's podcast. It was, it was cool. It was, I swear, Ben Simmons is such an interesting player. I think, well, first, he's one of the best defensive players we've ever seen, personally. At least in the league right now, I would say if you're to play, he's one of the best defensive players. And I think that backcourt of Kyrie, Martin Luther Irving, I like to call him, or Ben Simmons is legit. 
They are so legit defensively. Of course, offensively, offensively too, they have potential. But defensively, that'd be one of the best backcourts that you'd have in the NBA. And this team, if they can get Ben Simmons to a level where he's feeling all right mentally, they are they're golden. So I pulled two sound bites because I thought it was very interesting. You know, I I love JJ because he get, he's very he's very to the point and he's not afraid to ask the questions. So this is JJ asking on his podcast. Just what happened during that Hawks series? Here's that for you. For sure. And so was, what went into that? Was that I, the Hawks? Was that nah, you? I think it was just, I think it was me. And it was a buildup over time that I was kind of like deflecting. Like I was just pushing it to the side and not addressing like my mental health. And I was, you know, it's hard to do that when you don't really know what, like, fuck, why do I feel like this? Why am I feeling this way? And why am I, you know, just different things. And once I was able to really address it, I was like, oh shit, like I need to, I want to get myself right. I want to get to a good place uh, mentally and be able to do my job and and learn to deal with, you know, things I'm dealing with in in the right ways and not, you know, going down a downward spiral. Because um, there's a lot of people that that go through it and never address it. I think it was it was said pretty good, you know. Um, it was, of course, we all think about the play where he basically passed up an easy shot, but. I like that a lot of players are starting to think about their mental health more um, and not afraid to talk about it. I think before it was like, oh, you can't talk about it. It's you have, you know, you're just paid to play sports. Just go do what you need to do. Um, you're just, you're just entertainment, you know, go, go dance monkey. You know what I mean? Like, um, and when I say go dance monkey, by the way, you know, being like, you know, and monkeys are told like, you know, you don't mean crap. You're just here to entertain us, basically. Or like a joker, you know, in the mid-era or whatever, the renaissance days when they were just meant to tell jokes and they were meant, or they're just, they're useless besides that. So that's what I mean by that, by the way. But um, Ben, Ben, he, uh, I think he's going to have a really good year. I'm serious when I say that. And I think his, his potential is just so endless, man. He, uh, first of all, he was one of the first players that got me thinking, like, do NBA players even need, if they're that good and if they're going to leave after their freshman year of college, like, do they even need to, you know, do school? Um, so that's one thing for you. But like the couple times I've watched him, especially in person, just how he affects the game so much is I've never, I've just never really seen much of that. It was just his size in general, of course, like. There's just so much of that we've never seen from Ben, and like what plenty of people, like Stephen A. and other people, said, if this guy has the ability to shoot, if he learns how to shoot the three ball, like you're talking about a player that is almost LeBron James, LeBron James s that is impossible to stop. And he did say this was in a different interview. I forgot if this was in the podcast or not. He did say that he's looking to shoot the three ball more. So be careful, Sixers fans. Yeah. You could begin hit by an air ball, but you know what? The Sixers fans, oh my gosh. You could be careful, Nets fans. It's still a little weird for me to say the Nets because he never really played. You know, he didn't play at all last year. Um, you you just saw him dressing up on the bench. That's all he did. But be careful, Nets fans, because you can get some dangerous air balls. And he's actually got pretty big this offseason too. So watch out for that. And his JJ's other question was if there's anything that he would have done differently when he left the Sixers and just everything that went down with the Sixers. Here's that. No, because I wouldn't be here. I don't think you could say, yeah, I wish I went up and 
dunk the ball. Like that was the, cause that was the whole game. Like, come on. Um, no, I think if I didn't go through what I've gone through the last year or and a half, then I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And I think I needed to go through all that and have those experience to be where I'm at now. What else does he have to, you know, what else does he have to say? I think he's got to prove himself this year. And I know he never played when the Nets went to Philadelphia and the whole thing went down, you know, it was just chaos. It felt like, and then I think the net the Nets blew him out by like thirty or forty points. I I'm serious. He's gonna have such a great year if he is healthy, mentally prepared, feeling good. And again, he talked a little bit about that play when he passed up the dunk and not feeling good mentally. But he first check him for defensive player of the year. Um, he'll be back in that conversation. I'm serious. And I would say about. 15 so around 15 points a game um maybe 12 to 15 but he'll give you about 10 assists like he was such a gifted passer and i think a lot of people forget about that as well too like we just only think about lebron and sometimes you know luca lonzo but ben simmons was such a great passer so that i'm just i'm excited to see what the nets have this year and i forgot what they're projected um but just in general, the East is loaded. And we only have like a month or two months left before the NBA season starts. So that's already crazy to think. Like baseball season's basically done. Like it's, you know, winding down, regular seasons. We only have like it's a, game 150 is today. So, of course, you know, we have 14 games left, right? 140 or 140. Sorry, we have 12 games left. So, wow. It's, you know, NFL season's going. It's it, where did the time go? You know, what has happened? So that's going to be all from me today. I appreciate, again, I appreciate you guys so much for listening. It's been Carpertite or Quick Sports News. Go follow my IG or Facebook. Again, go follow my Quick Sports News Spotify account. Or you can also find me on Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. As I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. And when you hear from me, we'll be probably talking a little bit about baseball, but getting ready for NFL Sunday. So you'll actually probably hear from me tomorrow. But again, no promises. I'm not going to tell you guys anything. Just, just get ready. We're having fun again. This is so awesome to be talking about sports. Have a good day. Peace out. Goodbye.